Welcome to your Sound Behavior Podcast, the place where you learn about the why you do what you do. What if you could score just 60 words and end up with a greater insight about yourself for a more successful life? What then if just for the fun of it, you could go on the air in a safe, friendly environment to be introduced to what makes you tick? Welcome to Sound Behavior. It's all about you. Now here's Don. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for your Sound Behavior Podcast, episode 02, and today's guest is Brittany from Jacksonville, Florida. Hey Brittany. Hey Don, how's it going? It's going great. Hey, I want to thank you for joining us today for the podcast, and uh, I have to ask, how long did it take you to complete your ProScan survey? The one I sent it took me no time. I actually call this survey the voodoo test. I, I texted my boss and was like, what is this? Because it, it took no time. And then after reading through it just a little bit, the results, I was like, how does this thing know me after like, I think it took me maybe, I'll say four minutes because I say mm-hmm. three to five. So mm-hmm. probably like four minutes to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, by looking at your scan, uh, that's very predictable because I tell most people it takes about six minutes. Yeah. But when I saw your profile, I went, oh, maybe two and a half. And and I'll explain why I'm I'm making that comment. But uh, so as you read through it, the accuracy was pretty strong for you? Yeah, I mean, I just glanced at it because Mm -hmm. I knew we'd be chatting and and typically I would probably overanalyze this thing. So I was like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, let me just wait for Dawn to kind of break this down for me because some of these graphs, I'm like, what in the world? But yeah, from, from, from the descriptions that I was reading, it was pretty spot on, yeah. Excellent. So uh, the way the uh, the form works that you completed that took you just a few minutes is that those 60 adjectives are cross-matrix to 148,000 factors. And so in that short period of time, statistically, it measures the entire behavior of who you are. And so it's your natural self. It's uh, your environment of stress. Uh, and then it's also the predictor of how people see you. So that's kind of what we're going to touch on. And... What I appreciate also is the fact that, you know, you said, hey, let's do the podcast because uh, for those listening to our podcast today, Brittany is uh, one of the team players of a team session that I'm actually doing next week. I think it's next week, Monday, uh, for Brittany and her coworkers and her manager. And uh, we've never met, but we're, we've do, we're doing these conversations uh, across the country. And then next week, I'm going to bring them all together on a conference call. So... Uh, but uh, Brittany, you raised your hand, said, hey, let's do it. I- I'm on this thing, and I appreciate I'm it. I'm the winner. Yay. You are the winner. <laughs> and uh, so let me introduce you a little bit to yourself. And then what I'd okay. like to do is I want to find out a little bit about you. Because okay. uh, as I mentioned uh, you know, a little bit earlier when we were talking prior before the recording, is that you know, typically when people come on the, sh- the radio show that I was doing, they had some kind of area of personal development or, or pain or something. But with you and I, it's, it's like I'm introducing you to yourself as, you know, really as a professional woman and, uh, and talking about some of the stuff that you feel or that you're going through. So, but with that in mind, uh, you've probably never met a stranger. Uh, you, you've got such an ease with people. That's one of the reasons when I saw your, I glanced at your scan and went, oh my God, she'd be perfect for the podcast. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you're, an opti- you're, you're extremely optimistic. And I'll bet when your parents, uh, when you were young, your parents would say, now be careful who you talk to. Don't talk to strangers. Uh, you know, don't take anything from strangers. Uh, did anything like that happen when you were young? 
Um, I, we actually had like a code word because I was very trustworthy of, mm -hmm. and of everyone and talked to everyone. So mm -hmm. they'd be like, don't leave with anyone. Here's your code word. <laughs> and, and, and so thank you for that. And um, it absolutely it didn't surprise me. Uh, but, uh, now you know what you do and everything that I'm going to share with you is that, um, uh, you, you probably already know, okay, there's not going to be a lot of you know, fresh new things that are going to jump out, maybe a couple things. But for the most part, you, you know the description of how and what I'm saying. However, you're hearing it from a guy that you've never met before because we've never met, we've never had a conversation prior to this call. No. And, and so I'm introducing you to yourself. But the other thing I'm going to share with you and the whole dynamics of this process is really the why we do what we do. So... I had the predictability of you not being shy, and and the uh, uh, because of, of of the scan giving me that um, that insight. You have a mild mannered disposition, and and what I mean by that is dealing with harsh, insulting people is just not any fun. No, you know, it's just like uh, you know you're a win win kind of woman, uh, optimistic, forceful, make it happen, get it done. Uh, I mean, you're action-oriented. If I wanted to really bum you out and maybe get you looking for another job, I'd, I'd micromanage you. Mm. I'd look over your shoulder, and uh, that wouldn't go very far with you. Does that, does that make sense? Oh, yes, very much so. Excellent. So as we go through this process, too, Brittany, what I'll do, because I ask uh, frequently if it makes sense, the reason is that I want to confirm who you are I want to extend you that professional courtesy. I just don't want to tell you who you are because I, sure. fe I feel that that's just, uh, it's just wrong. Uh, the other thing that Brittany has is low patience, meaning you like to get closure. Mm. Uh, when you want that is like probably the most spot on thing you've said so far. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, uh, uh, thank you. Um, you know, when you get something in your head or when it hits your gut, it's like you're on it. And it's like, you have to do it, you have to buy it, you have to, whatever it might be, uh, it's almost like you have to have a personal conversation with yourself and say, okay, it's not that important, relax, I'll get through it, I can do it later, or whatever the situation might be. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, in fact, that's one of the areas that you're really working at becoming a lot more patient. Does that make sense? Yes, very much so. Thank you. And so by that, what I mean is, uh, you know, maybe you have someone in your life that's telling you, Brittany, you got to slow down, mm -hmm. take a breath, relax. It, 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 it can't happen tomorrow. Uh, we knew it probably wouldn't happen tomorrow. And so you just have to let it go. You have to give it some more time. Uh, so it could be someone that's physically, you know, actually telling you that. Or it could be something inside of you just adding up all the different types of situations that you have with work and personal, family, mm -hmm. friends, and so on and so forth. That's, that's really saying, you know, if I'm going to be successful, I need to be a better listener. And so I think that's what, uh, that's what you're working on. Is there anything that comes to mind to you as, as I share that with you? Um... Yeah, I mean, I think the low patience part and the light closure is very much with conflict. Like, mm -hmm. I like to nip conflict. Like, I mean, as soon as I sense anything, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I got to fix this. I got to talk through this. Mm -hmm. 
And so people are like, you deal with conflict so well. I'm like, no, I don't. That's why I have to nip this like and deal with this right now because it like I'll fester over it, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and not sleep, you know. And so, yeah. but yeah, I think, I think it's not so much someone telling me right now about that I need more patience, mm-hmm. but more mm-hmm. like my situ- my current situation is like, Brittany, you cannot like, I just don't have the time in my life right now to yeah. be able to like put so much attention to a situation. Cause you know, it's inevitable. There's always going to be something going on that mm-hmm. I can't fix or conflict. And so it's just, I'm, I'm trying to learn how to deal with that better based on current situations for sure. Great. You know, thank you for sharing that. Now I have a yeah. question. I have a question for you now. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you been like this since a little girl? Was there a certain time in your life that all of a sudden, as you began to mature uh, into this uh, uh, young lady, into this woman, uh, did it come with that maturing process? What do you What do you think about that? You know, I feel like I don't remember like when I was younger, like being. I think it was more so in my as I got older, people would tell me, you know, you deal with conflict well, or you you, why can't you just let that go? You Mm -hmm. know? So, and I don't remember that when I was little, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I think my personality, as far as like when I was little, I didn't have a lot of like, Oh, does that person not like me? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, the things that the conflicts that you have, I don't remember experiencing a lot of those. And Mm so I'd probably say I've always been like that, Mm -hmm. just low patience. I mean, especially like action oriented, like fix it, like do it, you know, go get her. And so I think I've, I've always done that. Mm -hmm. That's, that. that's very cool. You know, I started, uh, um, I don't have any children, but I started profiling, uh, assessing my nephews mm-hmm. when they were seven and nine uh, years of age. And today mm-hmm. they're 23 and 25. And uh, we were doing it each year and we were watching their behaviors uh, adjust. Some changes, uh, others uh, were, were pretty much fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let me share with you, you know, you mentioned conflict, you know, taking care of conflict a couple times. Mm-hmm. Let me share with you your style of how you, how you do that. Okay. Uh, to give you some confirmation, because I mentioned that, uh, you know, dealing with harsh, insulting people is just not any fun. And, you know, honestly, is it any fun for anyone? Well, some people thrive on confrontation. Some people think confrontation is healthy. They think it's uh, inevitable. It's something that everybody has to go through. And so they just find it as a normal state of, of behavior. Mm-hmm. But there's most, then there's a, a larger percentage of us probably that just think that conflict is a waste of our, our optimism, waste of our time, <laughs> and uh, it's a distraction. Uh, the way you handle the conflict is... Uh, emotionally and verbally. Uh, once you, uh, and the reason you do it quickly is because, as I stated, you're low patience. But when it when it connects with that, your your social style, uh, what probably hits your heart. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like, how could you? I would never think that about you or somebody else. And and it just it just blows your mind the fact that that this could be happening. And so that sparks something in you that just wants to fix it and put it to rest and so you can move on. D- does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Like I always, <laughs> it's so funny because <laughs> if something like that happens, I'm always like, they, I mean, don't they know me? Like I would never, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I feel like I have to like, <laughs> you know, explain myself and be like, no, you totally read that wrong. Right. I would never, you know, um, yes, yes. 
Thank you. So uh, this is Don Crosby. You're listening to uh, uh, our conversation with Brittany. And uh, Brittany, you're where? In Jacksonville, Florida? Yes, Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Yesterday, 80 degrees. Today, I think we got 54. So poor thing. Welcome to Jacksonville. (laughs) (laughs) Poor thing. So uh, for those of the folks up in Alaska and, uh, you know, back in uh, maybe Utah or something, uh, they're, they're feeling really sorry for you about now. Oh, yeah. But I'm yeah. in Charlotte. I mean, it's, it's, we've had lovely weather. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, getting back to your profile. Uh, the other thing with your natural behavior is, uh, and I call, uh, when I look at these scans, Brittany, I, I see the gifting of, of God's creation. Uh, I believe that we're made in the image of God. I believe that God doesn't make junk and he doesn't make mistakes, but we all are work in progress. So one of the main things to do is to discover who we are, then to uh, accept who we are. And then uh, after we've done that is to really celebrate who we are. And part of your celebration, I think, is, uh, and and this might come back to haunt you, (laughs) is in the area of your low conformity. Uh, You're very creative. you know, you've got the ability to, uh, you know, think outside the box. Um, for you, and I don't know what you do, and I'm looking forward to, to hearing that um, in a little while, but part of your brilliance really is the ability not only to be optimistic and, and enthusiastic, because that, that can just really be the candle that lights the dark room, but then it's that low conformity that comes up with a solution um, it, it comes up with a new color, a new idea, something's fresh. Maybe it's packaged the same way, but we tweak it here, we tweak it there. Does that make sense? Yes. How am I doing on the accuracy? Uh, pretty, pretty accurate, Don. Like I've heard everything you're saying from people my whole life. Mm-hmm. Cool. So what this process does, Brittany, is it eliminates the learning curve. We've never met, and I'm introducing you to the, the depth of and the, and the brilliance of your design. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Now, uh, and so what do you do? What, uh, I know you work in the area of uh, Christian broadcasting, but what, mm-hmm. what do you do as, uh, as the position? I'm an event manager. Okay, so tell me about that. Oh, events. So you create, uh, what, concerts and stuff like that? Yeah, we put on um, educational and showcases, um, so concerts, yeah. You're a perfect fit for that. Do you think? That's uh-huh. so funny because my whole life I've always like chased after careers and jobs, and this was the first one that I think God brought to me. Mm-hmm. And so, and I was like, really? Is this something I could do? And um, I've been doing it now for four years, mm-hmm. and nice. I do love, I love it. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why I think it's a good fit for you. Because anybody can tell you it's a good fit to make you feel good, mm-hmm. or someone could say, well, it's okay just to have conversation with you. Uh, but the reason I feel that it's a good fit for you is, first of all, your natural design is you're very social. Mm-hmm. And to, to, to be at the crossroads of putting things together, because you're talking function of how things work, but be, behind every project there is so many people that you have to deal with. And, and your biggest thing is connecting and making a difference in people's lives. If you think you're doing that, then you could stay up all night doing it. 
I do stay up all night doing it <laughs> during event time. <laughs> yeah. Well, but events are yeah. like that, right? I mean, it's you yeah, know, you three know, days before um, the event, you're, it's just 24-7. It is. And, and, I, and I love it. And I've always had very – I've always followed my passion um, mm -hmm. with my career. And so this is one that is I love doing for sure. Um, it's interesting though, because I'd never planned events before and they are very detail oriented and all the other tests that I've ever taken about my personality in the past say that I'm unorganized and, you know, a little bit of a scatterbrain. Mm -hmm. And so, <laughs> so it's interesting that, but like my team, and I don't want to speak for them cause we're mm -hmm. going to talk to them next week. So maybe right. they'll tell you something completely different Don. but <laughs> they are like, Oh, you're so organized. You're so this. And I would never say that about myself mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. But of course the events are happening and I'm still, I'm still employed. So <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm doing okay. I don't know. Well, I, I think you are. And this is a, this is a great conversation to have because there's a lot of people listening that uh, are probably in a career that they would, they, they don't know if there's a good fit or not. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe they haven't found their passion. Uh, maybe they don't feel that they're making the difference like you feel that you're making with your career. Mm -hmm. But let me share with you, uh, uh, part of the, the feeling uh, or, or, or appearance of being scattered, the way you've described in the past, mm -hmm. comes from really not knowing how the pieces fit. See, you're so big picture that you see things clearly at 40,000 feet. But when it comes to the details, mm -hmm. the details are like getting into the weeds, Mm -hmm. And so it's not that you can't do it. It's just that you have to put yourself, uh, and you're doing it. Uh, you are raising your patience, as I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. and you're also raising your conformity. Mm -hmm. So you consciously or subconsciously know that you need to be more detail-oriented. And so actually you're doing it, and it's causing you a little stress, but you've got high satisfaction, you've got uh, relatively low energy burn, so you're doing it in a very healthy demeanor, and then because you're doing it successfully, people actually see that you're more organized and structured and more patient than you are. Hmm. Isn't that cool? That's very cool. Yeah. So, for example, if I were hiring you and I was onboarding you, I would be able to explain to you what the job entails and then give you the opportunity to say, do you think you can uh, create and capture the learned behavior to do this the way the job needs to be done without you being stressed out. That's kind of how that works. Gotcha. Yeah, but you, no, you, you know, you're, you're doing it well. Um, the reason I say that is that the stresses that I see in your life are very uh, healthy. Okay. Yeah, very healthy. Uh, you got a lot of satisfaction. The satisfaction could be really satisfaction or it could be uh, expectation uh, or, mm. or a combination of both but I okay. would say that you know for the most part I'd say that you're in a pretty good spot uh, in life I think a lot of things are going well for you um, you know you've got quite a bit of energy left um, I would not take you to uh, you know the Humane Society to to visit a cat or a dog or a, or a, or a pony um, <laughs> for the fear of you walking home with a couple pets or something. Mm -hmm. I used to work at a veterinarian's office and took home animals all the time. 
<laughs> so I wouldn't let you go back. Uh -uh, I'm sorry. You'd have to look at them okay. online. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so let me see. Any questions? Because we've got about we got about eight minutes. We need to it goes really really quick. But uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess um, the. It's funny that you say the stress part is very interesting to me because, um, I mean, I, I tend to, it's, it's so we're like in a prime spot, like currently planning an event, um, hotels are, are booked, like booked up, can't get any hotels. And I'm like freaking out. And of course I, I talk with my team and I'm like, Hey, I think we need to move the dates for this event. And I'm like over here stressing out. And it's funny because the last couple events that we've had, have been pretty more than, more, I mean, events are stressful, but they've been more than stressful. And so I feel like right now I'm like in this crazy town stress area zone. <laughs> um, and, but my team is like, Brittany, you're, I don't, you're always like that, I guess. They're always <laughs> like, oh, you're always stressed. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so I feel like a pretty stressful person in general, mm -hmm. just stressed all the time, like mm -hmm. about personal, professional, you name it. Let, let me give and you, so, that, that is great. Let me give you a nugget to go along with that. Uh -huh. uh, I'm not saying that you're not, you don't have stress, but you're dealing with the stress really well. Now your, okay. your style when you're dealing with stress can be very emotional. It can be mm -hmm. very excitable. It can be very reactional because, mm -hmm. because you're so on it. And so I'm not saying you don't get excited. I'm not saying that you, you know, you're just kicking back, having a nice tea, and, and watching everybody, you know, do the, uh, you know, do the bookings and so forth. It's just that uh, internally, uh, this the stress that you have is not detrimental. Yeah. Uh, not well, all not all stress is bad stress. Some stress mm -hmm. motivates us. Uh, hey, for you, you know, you need something going on all the time, just the way you're wired, because you like to be busy. You like to be challenged. Yeah, that's very true. Mm -hmm. Well, um, next week when we talk to my boss and you say I have, um, I've used, what's the word you said? Low energy burn. Let's go ahead and move that to medium energy burn <laughs> so she doesn't think I can handle more <laughs> events. <laughs> we can do that. We can do that and, 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 unless she, uh, she listens to this podcast and then you oh and I gosh. are both busted. You hey, know? Michelle. <laughs> hey. <laughs> So, uh, but uh, hey, how, how's the conversation been? Do, do you feel like we've kind of known each other for a while? Yes. I mean, you like, especially, I mean, when you started talking about the celebration and the low conformity, like mm -hmm. the and optimistic, enthusiastic, mm -hmm. um, solution oriented, that's one thing that I think I really pride myself on is like, I can't, and this is probably the low patience part coming to me, but when somebody's like, we can't do that, I'm like, okay, well, what can we do? You know, I, I always try to go to people with something like, Hey, this isn't going to work, but I was thinking this might be an option. And so, um, I love always having like some sort of like solution mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, and especially with what I do, um, with events or, you know, if something goes wrong, well, we have to fix it. We have to figure something out. And so that yes. really excites me and really motivates me. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like, I think my whole life I've always been told, always and it's such a great compliment is you're a light in this room or mm -hmm. you you bring such light like mm -hmm. whenever you walk and I mm -hmm. like to I like to go ahead and just point that to Jesus mm -hmm. but I also That's think nice. he's built me that way that like 
you know, I love people and I love being around people. And so if there's a room full of them, like that's my, you know, that's, that's my, I love it. And so, yeah. So when you said that, it definitely is something that people have told me my whole life. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. It's been really nice talking with you. Um, Thank you, Don. Yeah, you too. I, I'm glad that you said, hey, yeah, let's do the podcast because uh, it was just, uh, it was very cool. What I'm hoping for is, uh, in, as people are listening to this podcast, that they're capturing the the importance of finding the niche and the comparison. It, it's so important to find a career uh, to match the essential functions of what a person does in the job that matches the behavior. Uh, and, and you're a very good example of that, Brittany. Uh, mm, thank and, you. And I'm just hoping, you're welcome, I'm hoping as people are listening to this is that they'll see the importance as they search for the career or, or maybe climb up the ladder of, of where they are to the position that they want, that they understand that the behavior of that position that they're looking for, that they're desiring, is extremely important to fit with their natural behavior because you can have a title, you can have the office, you can have all the responsibility, but if that responsibility doesn't fit our natural design, then it's work, it can be unhappiness, and all those things that come uh, with failure can really uh, be attached to creating some negative stress. But uh, yeah, that's just you know, this is what jumps out at me as I've been listening to you and, and seeing and hearing a little bit about what you do. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm glad you found a spot because there's nothing worse than the loneliness of not finding the career that really fits you. Oh, totally. And I feel really fortunate. And it's definitely been, I mean, I've been, you know, in the, in this career for four years, but before that, you know, just trying to follow like what excites me and and even if that meant getting a couple of jobs to support that mm-hmm. until you can get, but I think the biggest thing was, is that, um, really it was this, this job, like after praying about where I should go and what I should do really presented itself to me. And with my personality, I am a go-getter. And so it's like, go find a job that you love. And this one was really like set in my lap. And so, wow. so it was, I mean, I feel very blessed and mm-hmm. fortunate to be doing what I get to do. And, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, but I'm. I, everyone always asks me like, "What do you? Where did you? How did you find that? What did you? You know?" And I'm like, "God did. I don't know. It was. You know, I feel very, very fortunate." Uh-huh. But well, you um, know, you know how I met Michelle. How uh, a friend of hers and a, and a gentleman that works for your company mm-hmm. uh, used to be the GM of a radio show here in Charlotte. Okay, uh, radio station, I should say. And Joe. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, Am I able to say that? I don't know. If we're uh, still. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nobody, nobody knows uh, past that. So okay. uh, he and I built a relationship, and I was recording my shows there at his station. Okay. And then they put them up on the FTP and right. uh, for the broadcasting. And then um, at one time, I was doing a lot of work with another big Christian broadcasting company. They were using mm-hmm. our profile for uh, about 110 of their radio stations all over the country. Yeah. And so... Um, so in talking with Joe, and then he introduces me to Michelle, and then I introduce Michelle to herself, uh, uh, you know, on the phone like you and I are doing, and, mm-hmm. it's, and it's brought us to, to you and I. That that's really cool. Michelle has been, that's something that I really love about her, is mm-hmm. that she really, um, you know, and our team has changed quite a bit over the last few years, and uh, just, she's been really big about taking tests with when the new employee comes, um, 
for them to meet themselves and figure out who they are and how we can best work together because we all work from home. And so that creates some challenges with not knowing, you know, because when you don't see someone's face or you don't see them every day, Mm -hmm. you know, a bit, a small conflict could turn into something big or, you know, just, there's just a lot of, it's just different. And so she's been so awesome about taking tests like this, but this has been one that I've never seen. I've never taken such a short test Mm -hmm. and had, and then had someone analyze it the way you are. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, and tell me more about me and be like literally spot on. I'm like, what in the world? That's why I call this the voodoo test. (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead and keep doing it. I don't know how you feel about that, Don. (laughs) No, it's it's no problem. Someone called me the people whisperer the other night. Um, (laughs) but, uh, uh, yeah, and, and what we do is this is really not a test. It's more of a survey because it measures, sure. yeah, measures the entire behavior of a human being. Yeah. And then I, you know, I've been doing this for 25 years, so uh, and my passion is people. But uh, you know, I'm just so thankful that we had this opportunity. So you know, we've got about a minute, minute and a half to go. What would you say to the people listening that think that uh, you know maybe should I go on? Should I come on and be a guest on Don's podcast? Or what has this meant to you? I mean, for me. Um, I, I love learning more about like what makes Mm -hmm. me, why I am the way I am or, or how I deal with conflict or how I can relate more with people just because I love people so much. And so for me, it's been really, it's really beneficial, um, especially as we're doing it with our team as well, Mm -hmm. my, um, work team so that we can work better. And then also using this with, you know, family, friends, my kids and how I, you know, deal with stress or deal with other things in my life outside of just work. Um, that's, I love, I love learning, mm-hmm. um, how to constantly improve things. Like when you said, like, you know, be a better listener mm-hmm. or practice patience. That is something in my life on, in all areas and at all levels that I need to be working on. Uh-huh. So that's been, that's definitely, um, helpful. And, um, yeah, I, I love, I love these kinds of things too, just because, mm-hmm. Um, like I said, if it helps me relate more to others, then I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. Having, having our conversation today was really a, a God thing. It was just, it was very cool. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, you, you didn't let me down. I'm telling you. Oh, good. Yeah. We could have, uh, we could go on for about a day, probably at least, <laughs> at, at least four or five hours. We could, we could go on about, uh, our behaviors and our situations and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I'm just, sure. I'm just uh, thankful that you, you took the time to come on today. And uh, I'm hoping that the people that are listening to this podcast, because so many people, when they're listening, they say, gosh, it sounds just like he's talking to me. That's just how I feel I am. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I'm, I'm just so thankful that you're doing so well, that you've connected with your passion. And uh, I want to thank you so much today. And I hope you have a great afternoon. Stay on the line. I'm going to close it off. Sounds and, good. Uh, Thanks so much, Don. Thank you very much, Brittany. You've been listening to Don Crosby and your Sound Behavior Podcast. If you'd like to be a special guest, get a copy of Don's book, or simply share Sound Behavior with your friends and family, go to soundbehavior.com. That's soundbehavior.com.